return of the midweeks. Hello, friends. It's Wednesday, which means it's Wisdom Wednesday, which means it's time to dig into Proverbs again. Um, I'm pretty sure that I've done a midweek on this passage before, but if I did, it was years and years and years ago, and so um, it's, it's, it's okay to do it again. I want to jump to the end of Proverbs, to Proverbs 31, and I'm just interested in tackling the words of King Lemuel's mother's oracle. Um, in the book of Proverbs, much of the teachings of Proverbs is towards this symbolic son who is every man and how the father is addressing him in order to grow him up in wisdom, as well as Lady Wisdom is addressing this person in order to um, teach them wisdom in order to save their life from destruction, self-induced destruction of being a fool. And at the end of Proverbs, you have in Proverbs 31 this chapter um, about women and it's taught by a woman so this is one of the times in the old testament where we have scripture that's specifically originated with a mother um, there's a the old testament in general the stories they don't have every single section named by who says stuff some psalms have titles addressed to them or attached to them the prophets have names and one of the things that's unique about proverbs is every single collection is named whether it's Solomon's Proverbs or the Proverbs that Hezekiah's men collected or the words of Agur, every single section is named by who brought it about. And that's because that genre back in the Old Testament times, the wisdom itself was meant to be connected to a wise person. It's not just the words that conveyed it, but they want, people, when they were learning this, they wanted to know that, that what they were learning was connected to, to somebody who had a reputation or who were famous for their wisdom. Um, and so every single section of Proverbs is connected with somebody who's famous for their wisdom, mostly Solomon, but not all of it. And so in this last chapter, it's an oracle taught by King Lemuel's mother and then comes through King Lemuel. Now, we were not totally sure who this King Lemuel is, um, and that's fine. We don't have to know. And this chapter is really broken up into two sections. There's the kind of the introduction in the first uh, nine verses. And then there's this acrostic poem, which is the poem of a excellent wife or a valiant wife. And we'll do that next time. We'll just start with this introduction part here. But let's look at the oracle of King Lemuel's mother. So Proverbs 31, starting in verse 1. The words of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him. What are you doing, my son? What are you doing, son of my womb? What are you doing, son of my vows? And so, okay, right off the bat, we have the introduction. It comes from King Lemuel, but it originates with his mother. And so we even have this generations of handing down wisdom thing happening right in the introduction. Most of Proverbs is about handing down wisdom from one generation to the next. It's about forming character in people. A lot of Proverbs, the later portions are about teaching uh, young men how to live and thrive in um, the king's court, to be servants in the king's court. So there's a lot more Proverbs about how to relate to the king. And so here we actually have Proverbs from a king that his mother taught him. So as his own character was formed by his mother um, through inspired words from God, he's remembered it and is writing it down for future generations. 
And in one sense, this mother of King Lemuel is kind of like an incarnation of Lady Wisdom herself from the first nine chapters of the book. Uh, Lady Wisdom, you know, is is teaching wisdom, but she's also teaching women how to impart wisdom. And so King Lemuel's mother is herself being Lady Wisdom in the flesh to her son, and then this wisdom is getting passed on. And she starts off with this three-part address. Um, most Proverbs come in pairs. We've talked about that before. There's one line and then a second line, and this is a, a, a I don't even know what you call it. It's not a trinity, but it's a triplet. So it's three lines, and it's three intensifying lines. What are you doing, my son? So it's got the same question, what are you doing? And then it's got my son, and then son of my womb, and son of my vows. And so there's this intensification for you're my son, I gave birth to you, I gave birth to you out of um, this marriage. And as a king, it's, she's probably married to another king, that's where probably where he came from. But there's this intensification of this question, what are you doing? And it's really interesting. It starts off by forcing self-reflection. It's a part of wisdom. You need to stop and think about what you're doing. If you are not willing to stop and evaluate yourself and evaluate your life and evaluate your habits and evaluate your, your attitudes, you won't be able to walk in wisdom. And so uh, King Lemuel's mother is addressing her son and teaching others to stop and ask myself, hey, what am I actually doing here? And it's an address that's coming from relationship. It's not just, hey, you, buddy. It's my son, son of my womb, son of my vows. But it starts off with this reflection, this reflective attitude of stopping and thinking and considering your own ways. And then in verse 3, it starts off with some instructions. Do not give your strength to women, your ways to those who destroy kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to take strong drink, lest they drink and forget what's been decreed and pervert the rights of the afflicted. Give strong drink to the one who's perishing, and wine to those in bitter distress. Let them drink and forget their poverty, and remember their misery no more. Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and defend the rights of the poor and needy. So the way I understand this essentially is this is a series of commands teaching Lemuel to fight against the normal human attitude towards using your power and authority for your own pleasure. As a king, Lemuel could have gathered around himself lots of wives and concubines like Solomon did. But, and he could also have never-ending access to alcohol because of his wealth and his authority. And she is calling him and saying, don't give your life to the pursuit of pleasure as a king. Um, I think that's what it means by don't give your strength to women, to the ways of those who destroy kings. And so you can kind of remember what happened with Solomon. He had so many wives, and because he loved his wives and they weren't true believers, then his heart was led away from the Lord. And so he's, he, she's actually saying to her own son, be careful who you fall in love with, and don't spend your life just in the pursuit of the pleasures of women. Instead, quote-unquote, or not quoting, but assuming, spend your life in their pursuit of righteousness. That's where she goes. and But she spends more time talking about wine and the pleasures of life. Um, don't spend your life to after the pursuit of the pleasures of wine, of parting, of all these things that are possible to have when you're as rich and powerful as a king is. Because instead, what is Lemuel supposed to do? He's supposed to devote himself to the good of his people and to righteousness. So he's, she says, the danger is that if you drink, if you give your life to pleasure, you'll forget what's being decreed, meaning you forget the laws of the land and prefer, 
pervert the rights of all the afflicted. So you'll stop taking care of people. When you live this life where you use your power and your influence just to take care of yourself and your pleasures, you're going to forget about the people who you exist to take care of, which are your people. You're going to, you're going to forget that they are, they have a right to have the laws justice, justly applied to them. And you're going to forget that they have a right for the king to care about their afflictions and try to protect them. So instead she says, you know what, you've got all this wine, give it to people whose lives are toast anyways. Give it to the people who are in distress. People, Give it to people on death row. Let them drink and forget their, their situation. But you have to be sober. You have to remember who you are and where you are. And then in verse 8 and 9, she gives him the command, open your mouth for the mute open your mouth and judge righteously. So this is the beginning. Evaluate your life, Lemuel, and know that you exist to do righteously, to care about other people and to use your power and authority for their good and not to use your influence, power and authority just for your own pleasure by seeking after women and wine. So there's the introduction. This is a mother's attitude. She's trying to protect her son from self-destruction by teaching him the ways of self-control over pleasure and seeking righteousness in the eyes of God. 